You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about the power of spirit guides. Have you ever wondered if you've had guides or how to connect with them? Stay with us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. So today I'm gonna talk about spirit guides, and this is the first episode on this topic and we're going to do another episode as well because it's quite a long topic and it's a juicy topic. So I want to give you some information about it and help you with it. So have you ever felt like you weren't alone or like you wish you weren't alone? (laughs) The thing is some of us can feel our spirit guides. We can feel their presence, even though we don't know that they're there. We could just feel like someone's with us. And sometimes we wish we could connect with our guides. A lot of people come to me with that question, which is why I'm doing some um, shows on it because I think it's an important topic. And they come to me and they ask, like, how do I connect with them? How do I work with them? How do I engage with them? And so this is a process and it takes time to do this. And it's a journey. It's not something you just snap your fingers and you just connect with them. And I need to give you some background information um, before we get into like connecting. And we'll do more of that in the second episode. But first of all, I need to teach you about why it's important. Like, why do you want to connect with your spirit guides? Okay, so what are spirit guides? So guides are beings, and there are a lot of different types, which we'll talk about more later. But there are a lot of beings out there. They're there to help you grow as a spiritual person. Okay, so what does that mean? So I want you to think about your personal goals and your soul goals, okay? So I talk about soul goals being the goals that we had for coming here. Like, why did we come to this life? What's the point, right? And soul goals are usually big picture goals. They're like, I came here to overcome a difficult childhood And still have hope and spread that hope and love and caring to other people. Or I came here to perform violin at a level that inspires people and opens up people's lives. Or I came here to lead people in their personal growth and development. Or I came here to lead a country. Like these are all different types of examples of different types of soul goals. And as spiritual beings, we have goals that are different than necessarily our human goals. A human goal would be, I'd like to have a nice family. I'd like to grow up in a nice place to live. I'd like to go to good schools, get a good job, have a good career, marry someone great or marry someone great and have a good career. And then retire and then enjoy the rest of my life. Well, that all sounds great. That's a dream. But haven't you noticed that life hasn't worked out that way for you? (laughs) So spirit goals 
don't always involve experiencing the pleasant, the things we want, the things we enjoy, the things we wish we had. Sometimes it's experiencing adversity. And sometimes for us, some of us, it's a lot of it. And that helps us grow. Now, I should talk about karma here a little bit because that's important. So karmic debt, and there's positive karmic debt, and you could call it negative karmic debt or good karma and bad karma. So karma is a force. It's also an energy. Um, it's energy generated from the actions, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that you have. So, or commit the actions you commit. So the universe tracks everything you think, see, feel, believe, do. It tracks all of that stuff. Those are tracked through the Akashic records. So the universe knows what you're thinking on the inside, whether you say it on the outside or not. It knows what you do, whether you do it privately or in front of other people. So, and when it does that, it creates an energetic record of what you've done. And it's about bringing things into balance. So if you commit good karma, good karma comes back to you. If you commit bad actions, negative consequences come to you. It's not always direct. It's not always in one incarnation. Sometimes things happen later. And that's why it's confusing. And that's why people say, well, I was a good person in this life. Why am I having these things happening to me, right? And sometimes things happen much later, much, much later. And so it's there's not an obvious return on the energy. Like you don't know why that thing happened. Why, why am I having this thing happening to me when... I've been a good person and I've done a lot of good things in my life. Conversely, why do bad people have good things happen to them? Well, they may be naughty in this life, but they might have committed some positive actions in prior lifetimes and they're receiving the rewards of the good karma coming back to them. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. So I'm saying that because sometimes when we pick our lives and what we're going to do with them, sometimes part of our soul goal is to pay off karmic debt, meaning that sometimes we have difficulty and adversity in our lives, right? And we may seem like, hey, we're a good person, but why do we have these unpleasant things happening? Well, sometimes we're paying off karmic debt. Now, here's the thing. Where do guides come in with this? Guides come in with this because they help us move through our lives. They help us make choices based on our soul goals, and they help us address and deal with some of the things that we have to deal with in life. So what does the voice of guidance sound like? Uh, depends on the guide. There are a lot of different guides. They actually have different personalities. There are different types of guides. Some of them are high vibrational beings, like you could say angels. Some of them are ancestors. There are people that have been in your family line and they're on the other side and their goal is to help you. Sometimes you have plant guides. Sometimes you have animal guides. There are other types of guides as well. Business guides, believe it or not, it's really interesting. There are creativity guides and they can help you with different projects and different things that you're working on. So 
they know what your karmic debt is. They know the things you have to deal with. They know what you said you were going to do before you came here, right? But that here's the thing is you don't remember a lot of this stuff as a human being. So you have to figure it out over time. You don't know necessarily you don't necessarily know what your soul goals are before you uh go to school or before you get married or before you have a career. So sometimes when you marry somebody, you don't have a good experience. And because the goal with that marriage wasn't to be married for the rest of your life, the goal was to pay off karmic debt or to learn something or to grow as a person. It wasn't necessarily to have everything be all perky and wonderful and fabulous, right? So some of us, there are reasons why we have the life that we have or we're having the experiences that we're having. So the guides are helping us move through all of that. And here's the thing. Sometimes our communication is obvious and most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's very subtle. And the way you learn how to communicate with them is by learning how to tune in, how to listen to things that are subtle and also how to calm your mind down and slow down your brain waves so that you actually can perceive what they're sharing. So as I mentioned in the last episode, we perceive energy through our chakras, right? And if our chakras are open, we perceive more energy. And I mentioned in the last episode that you receive information through different chakras and that's how you get that information. Like some of us know information through our crown chakra and that's called clear cognizance. Some of us see images, that's through the third eye chakra, that's clairvoyance. Some of us feel energy or information and that's through our solar plexus chakra that's clear sentience some of us hear it that's clear audience and then some of us can smell it that's clear um that's clear olfactance and some of us can taste it and that is clear gustance so sometimes you can also get information through seven chakras at a time but you have to have your chakras be open in order to perceive this information that's why it's hard for a lot of people to receive information from their guides because their brainwaves aren't moving slow enough. They're in daily activity and that's beta or if they're stressed, that's gamma waves. And they're not in a slightly hypnoidal state, which would be an alpha or deep state, which would be a theta. And incidentally, the sleep state is delta. So here's the thing. It's important for you if you're wanting to connect with your guides to learn how to get into what the athletes call the zone or we would call it meditation or a hypnoidal state in order to be able to perceive or hear our guides. So anyway, um, more ideas on that later. But what I want to talk with you about right now is uh, this visualization. I want you to imagine that you're driving down a freeway and the road's clear and it's a bright sunny day and you feel great and life just seems to flow until suddenly you see tail lights ahead and traffic is at a full stop. And you realize that if you just known ahead of time that you would have taken another route entirely, right? So guidance is like that helicopter flying above you, sending you signals on your radio to let you know that traffic lies ahead. And I learned this from the yoga master I studied with, Eric Schiffman, and I loved it so much I wanted to share it because it's important. 
So here's the thing. Your ego is like static on the radio. It prevents you from hearing vital information and it distorts the information you do hear. I forgot to mention there's this pesky thing called your ego. Sometimes your ego uh, doesn't want you to get that higher guidance because it wants to keep you stuck in your certain way of being and your certain way of doing because it doesn't want to die off. See, if you listen to your guides, your guides are tuned in with the higher wisdom of the universe. The higher wisdom of the universe has a different agenda than your human self does. Your human self wants everything to be nice and beautiful and perfect and wants you to have a great life and have everything flow and work out, right? But your spirit, which is connected to the higher wisdom of the universe, that has soul goals. And again, soul goals are different from human goals, right? So how do you clear up that static? You learn to tune in and trust the voice of guidance, and that's important. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about guidance. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness or massage we have online and in-person courses for you find us on facebook at hubbard education group that's hubbard education group or go to www.arielhubbard.com that's www.arielhubbard.com and if you're on clubhouse you can find ariel hubbard by looking up ariel hubbard a-r-i-e-l-h-u-b-b-a-r-d We're back. Okay, so tuning into divine guidance helps you release your fear of the unknown. That's one of the biggest things that keeps people stuck. I encounter people all day in my classes or with my clients that they really could move forward in their lives. They have opportunities and they're afraid to move forward with those opportunities because they're afraid of the unknown. And the thing is, one of the tactics that I use for those people is I help them see that if they make a plan, a lot of times the thing that was scaring them really isn't that scary at all. But where do I get ideas for the plan? I get ideas from the plan by talking to their guides and giving them ideas, the, the, the person ideas about how to make this thing less scary. Now, sometimes I'm asking them to do the thing they've never done before and I get it. It's hard. It's scary and all that stuff. But here's the thing. Most people are more afraid of success than they are of failure. That's funny, but it's true. They think it's fear of failure. Oh no, what if I do this thing? And whatever the thing is, starting a new business or it's teaching something or it's doing something that's completely different from what they're used to doing, right? But really it's fear of success because if they do that thing that's different that they've never done before and they're good at it, their lives will change. Their relationships will change. How they make money will change. All of those things will change. And change is what the ego wants to avoid. So their ego gets in there and tries to keep them self-sabotaging and keep them being scared and keep them being afraid so that they won't move forward to do the thing that needs to be done so that they can progress as a soul. So the other thing that guidance is good for is helping people address their fear of death. So if you understand that there's a world beyond the third dimension, and although maybe you don't understand it at all, or you don't understand 
much of it. If you trust divine guidance, you'll have the courage to face your fear, whatever that is in your life or whether that's crossing over to the other side. You could trust your life experiences, including the transition we call death. If you can allow death just to be a transition, it can make your personal grieving process for those who've crossed over already, you can make it easier. And because it's October, the veil between the world is thin. And so the veil between the worlds is thin. And that means that sometimes we can perceive our ancestors and people on the other side more easily. So you also don't have to be afraid of communicating with them, even though that may be a new experience for you. Trusting guidance can also help you feel less afraid regarding your own mortality. And those who don't fear death live a rich life because their life is no longer controlled by fear. So when you can sense or feel or hear or know your guides, you know that you are never alone. And no matter what situation you're in, this can be very comforting, especially when things get tough, which they tend to do in life. We have our ups and downs. Things flow easily, smoothly, beautifully, and then things can get really hard. So remember that your recommended overall goal for listening to guidance and following up on guidance is to develop spiritually and to assist others to experience wellness, growth, and healing, and helping other people grow spiritually and develop their consciousness as well, because this helps you move to higher levels of development and consciousness when you help others. So here's the thing. As we grow and develop spiritually, um, we have increased abilities to connect with our guides and hear about their suggestions or ideas. Now, the thing is, guides are not infallible. They're not perfect. They're not beings that have never made mistakes. Some guides have lived on the earth plane and then evolved to become spirit guides. They used to be human beings. And other guides don't understand the constraints of time or responsibility or commitments because they've never lived on the earth plane. They don't have the experience of being in a body and dealing with all the challenges that being alive throws out to us. So guides will give you advice and a lot of it is excellent advice, excellent suggestions, and it can be practical. It can be anything from putting some spices in your food to make it taste delicious to bringing an umbrella to booking a flight, even though it doesn't make any sense. And then as what happened to me, go down to your your new house, your new tiny house, go down there, and you end up being there during the worst storm in 100 years, which is not a whole lot of fun because there are road closures and the electricity goes out a whole bunch of times and you're kind of stuck and trapped. But once the storm clears, you find out that you have damage in your house that you never would have known about and you never would have gotten fixed if you hadn't followed the guidance to go down there and be there at that specific time. (laughs) Sometimes your guides will give you suggestions to do things that are difficult. It could be anything from forgiving someone that you're upset with to uh, doing something financially that's hard, which could be either saving money when you really don't feel like you have it, or it could be spending money when you don't feel like you have it. Or it could be go back to school, or it could be stop fighting with your family members. I mean, it could be so many different things. All the guides have different 
agendas. Those agendas are basically to help you and grow and support, but they might give you different ideas or suggestions to grow spiritually. And because every human being is individual, that's why every human being has guides. I'm going to tell you a quick story. One time I was walking through the San Jose airport and for whatever reason, the universe decided that it was appropriate for me to see everyone's spirit guides. And I don't know if you've ever gotten your eyes examined, but it's when they do that, they, um, they, and they're checking you for different lenses for your glasses. They slip down different lenses and then bring them up and then you could see things differently. It was literally like that. Literally, let's say at that time there were about 4,000 people in that airport, like something shifted and all of a sudden I could see everybody's guides. For every single human being, there are one or two guides that I could see in that airport. It was a very surreal experience because I was used to seeing or feeling guides when I was doing sessions or when I was giving treatments or I was teaching classes, but I wasn't used to it in day-to-day environments where you're doing day-to-day activities. Usually in a spiritual environment, I was used to seeing it. This was just people traveling through the airport and I could see everybody's guides. And it was a trip. Um, when I work with people, they usually come into the room with them and then they'll give me guidance and suggestions on things to say or how to help them or what to work with them on and sometimes the status of medical conditions. So it's very helpful to work with guides because they do give you an idea of what's coming up for you. And if you learn to receive and act on guidance, sometimes uh, these things that happen in your life are mind blowing. Like you can't even believe actually most of the time they're mind blowing. Some incredible results happen if you follow guidance. Okay. Now I've spent a lot of time talking about guidance and following it and what to do. And there are different ways you can tune in and connect with guidance. And I'm not going to be able to cover all those in this show. We're going to have to move on to the next show for that. But I will tell you that if you work with vibrational modalities like flower essences or aromatherapy or working with crystals, working with sound healing, meditation, you get some energy work, you get Reiki, you get some massage. It can help you offload and let go of the beliefs, thought forms, and consciousness that you can't connect with your guides. It helps you open up to the possibility of feeling energy. And then if you can feel energy, then it's easier to feel their presence. And once you can feel their presence, you can start sensing or feeling what they would like to help you do. Now, here's the thing. We're autonomous beings. We make our own decisions. Guides can give you all the suggestions they want. It's up to you whether you want to follow that or not. Usually, if you follow guidance, life is going to flow more easily and things are going to be more harmonious. I will tell you that. If you don't follow guidance, uh, sometimes things happen that are kind of rough. And then you go, oh, I guess I should have followed that. It might have been better for me if I'd followed that decision or that option or that idea. So the thing is, the intention that guides have is to work for your highest good. And that's it. So when you connect with guides, that's the intention there. Even if they ask you to do something that makes feel uncomfortable or may make you feel a little bit challenged. So I will recommend that one of the things you can do is start working with meditation. Meditation can help open you up to connecting with your guides. So there are a lot of ways to do that. And one of them is there are a lot of apps out there. Not everybody has time to go to meditation retreat. I've done that. It's awesome. But 
especially now that I'm a parent and have been for quite a while, I don't have time for meditation retreats. So I use meditation apps sometimes. Sometimes I'll just meditate on my own. Some people chant mantras. Some people will do their yoga practice and there's a meditation at the end of the yoga practice. Some people exercise and they get it through that. Some people do repetitive activity um, like building Legos or knitting or riding a bike. Something like that can get people to a state where their brainwaves slow down enough so that they can actually start feeling guidance or hearing guidance. And the thing is, when you heal or feel or feel it, and the thing is, when you heal it or feel it, and the thing is, when you hear it or feel it, it feels like a loving, positive, suggestive voice, and it usually makes a suggestion more than once if you're trying to ignore it. <laughs> so you'll feel it like, why don't you take an umbrella today? You might want to take an umbrella today. Have you thought about taking an umbrella today? It's this loving, suggestive, positive energy. Some guides do have a sense of humor and they may joke with you, but it's still loving and suggestive. You're going to get that feeling that it's a positive voice that's not your own internal voice and that that energy is coming to you to bring you something that you don't even know is going to be good for you. So when we talk about our... So in the next episode, I'm going to give you some more concrete ideas of types of guides and how to connect with them. And if you need help with connecting with guides, I do teach an in-person or online course about connecting with spirit guides um, called Relating to Your Guides. And I do do sessions to help people communicate with their guides as well. So you can always reach out to me. Um, You can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618. I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. See you next time. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.